to watch or not to watch that is the question welcome to cinema dilemma hello and welcome to cinema dilemma to watch or not to watch that is the question i'm hari i'm shubham tiwari hi this is kunali and today we're going to talk about a pretty old movie released all the way back in 2004 shawn of the dead is director edgar wright's debut feature it's a horror comedy that is set in london following two rather hapless friends attempting to sort out their lives and in the middle of that they're trying to get all their friends together and get to safety in the middle of a zombie apocalypse the two friends shawn and ed are played by simon pegg and nick frost Other notable characters include Sean's girlfriend Liz played by Kate Ashfield, Liz's friends Diane and David played by Lucy Davis and Dylan Moran, and Penelope Wilton as Sean's mom Barbara. Also some interesting cameos including Bill Nye as Sean's stepdad Philip and Martin Freeman in a single scene. Quite an interesting cast of characters wouldn't you say? Yep, totally. And when I saw Martin Freeman like wow <laughs> it was like i know he's he's such a huge star now and like he was doing cameos all the way back then that was uh, sort of a mind blowing moment cameos are wonderful give me more of them anytime <laughs> what do you think onali yeah i like cameos i was uh, so i watched uh, this movie after, i mean we all i watched the movie recently after martin freeman was already a big star so i was hoping for him to you know like have a dialogue he had a dialogue but yeah like he it. had one here said hello <laughs> so this movie was uh, pretty interesting uh, if anyone has ever watched edgar right they would know that he has a unique style of moving from scene to scene uh, in a very very uh, fast paced camera activity uh, and he has maintained it from his debut as we can see already but what is more unique about his style is the way he is uh, he's he's british so he's very dry in humor and that is more hilarious than any comedy that uh, i have seen and uh, he uh, has and the best part is that uh, this movie from start to finish is is very complete in every scene that it shows it is very satirical um, it, it I mean, I don't know how to explain it. It's beautifully done. From uh, every camera movement is uh, yeah, yeah. Huge. Speaking of those camera movements, did you see those crash zooms that you know just goes into you know the certain thing? Yeah, yes. it increases the dramatic, uh, you know. It, the, it increases the, yeah. drama plus it uh, kind of the repeated camera movement also adds to the humor. Yeah, and you did you notice that they were not needed sometimes. He just adds them yeah, to you know just the make the audience uncomfortable or sort of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Another thing is uh, what I noticed was how the director used direction for comedy. Uh, for instance, there's a time when they're planning how to you know ex- do everything, and this guy runs through all the steps in his head in a montage, and then uh, Ed says to Sean, "Oh, but wait, we can't do that because something." And then they run through the entire thing again. Yeah. He's like, "No, no, we can't do that either because of." then they do it a third time but each time it gets shorter and shorter <laughs> watching it is like it's watching a cartoon it's it's hilarious yeah yeah it's like john carpenter style of filmmaking when you're you know following the your character he, he used to do this in his films when the character is you know going sort of in a wavy sort of way and you know the camera's following him slowly so it's it's kind of that it's quite fascinating um also uh 
in this even though the scenes of the montage were repeated the comedy aspect was still maintained otherwise we usually see that a, a, a repetition of an action usually tends to bore but here it did not oh, would you say that you know it's funny because of the repetition repetition with certain aspect to it it wasn't repetition for the sake of it no it was done for yes. comedy i mean there was something to it and uh, yeah. so uh, as hari has already gave gave given us a synopsis where we have uh, you know ed uh, played by uh, simon peck and his friend uh, sorry uh, what was the name of the character simon peck played sean sean, sean. of course <laughs> okay of the dead happens in a zombie <laughs> apocalyptic world yeah you uh, tend so to forget sean names sean and his friend uh, ed played by nick frost they are uh, buddies since forever and um, their friendship also is very unique in terms that they are um in a in a similar state in life but also very different at the same time they have uh, similar aspirations and uh, you know what they want in life but also different so that was nice yeah yeah in a way the movie is also you know it's all about sean like his inner yes, world yes. on on a projector yeah it's like it's like his inner world on a projector like yeah. every fear that he has every sort of relationship that he has it's like projected in zombies and the way he you know goes about and i think uh, you know the direction really comes out in the first couple of uh, the first 20 minutes or so when like you know the zombies haven't come out yet yeah right. but like the world is like steadily going to crap all around him everything in the background is like soft focus shawn isn't seeing anything he's just going through his Yeah he's going through his routine mindlessly while everything is just happening around him and he hasn't noticed and the director does a really good job in you know uh, showing us the distinction between where Sean's mind is right now and what is actually happening in the world right and that scene in the bus when you know he's just sitting and you know the commuters are also he, he sees a, a, a woman fainting on the pavement basically that yeah. people are already zombies that's what the director yeah, wanted us to exactly. know from did you notice that he was the scene. only person that uh, who notices that woman falling on the pavement the other yes, you yes. know riders don't don't see it so um so what do you think what makes this film uh, funny what is the comedy like what do you think satirical and dry very beautifully done it starts from the opening credits uh and it ends uh, till the you know the the closing credits uh, it's also a very physical comedy there's a lot of mm. fun comes from uh, especially uh, there's a scene where uh, somebody actually gets eaten alive by zombies and that's like it's horrifying but it's played for comedy so much that it's it's just so over the top yes. and the fact that the you know heroes their first weapons are a cricket bat and a yeah. shovel Uh, the cricket bat that was a really nice touch yeah, yeah. you really see a cricket bat yeah. yeah 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 it was a very british touch uh so there was this uh so the the best part is that edgar right has used every aspect uh, of the movie to work with the whole idea so there is this scene in the beginning where edgar where rasaimen peck goes to a shop to buy uh, to buy an ice cream and he uh, picks up cornetto which is also strawberry strawberry flavored which is going with the theme of you know blood and massacre and gore with the zombies so it's i'm never eating cornetto like that again <laughs> the, the the color red you know it's so recurring in the film like it's yes. like a motif recurring motif yes uh, it, you have red on you it starts with a ink blot you have red on you <laughs> ink blot and it goes with everything it's very emotional too it you it wasn't just comedy there were uh, 
you know uh, points where uh, edgar right uh, sorry simon peg had to come up and face the reality that he was 29 years old and he had to do something with his life so it wasn't completely a mind blank comedy it it had substance yeah i think it's about his you know his life on a again like on a platter for the audience because yeah, his girlfriend you know leaves him because he's not doing enough in his life yeah. he's not you know he's not looking forward to big things like other people do in this uh, times and he has a loser for a, for a friend so you know his life is practically you know some sort of a cornetto i guess and also uh, actually it's something that most people can relate to there are time in their lives when you know nothing is actually they're not moving forward they're not moving back they might be moving back we don't know that it's a very uncomfortable time yeah. and you know simon pegs Uh, shows what happens when you're hit with the hard reality of this in the midst of a zombie apocalypse it doesn't sound as profound as it should <laughs> yeah, but i agree with you, yeah. you it's it's brilliant yeah. underplays the point but i think that was the whole point underplaying it i think we should you know also talk about the very obvious thing the title of the film shawn of the oh, dead obviously yes. it comes from you know george romero's yeah dawn of, dawn the, of the dead, dead. is you know the uh, living dead trilogy Mm-hmm. like the three films came out in yeah. the 50s and 60s and he is a big fan uh, which ones were there can you yeah you know, the first one was dawn night of the, the living dead then the dawn and then the day of the living yeah oh okay so i, I think uh, edgar wright has done a very good job of taking a very uh, off repeated genre and made it into something like this on zombies on apocalypse and made it really hilarious uh, and something that we and satirical it's it's, a, it's almost uh, an essay on a society right now i would love to see him do something with the vampires also because that's the running theme these days i think uh, he has a script ready for it right the second one which is coming there are vampires in it yeah did you know it i heard that is he doing a yeah. vampire yeah. the script is ready some time back but he's yeah, yeah. yeah. that will be fun to watch uh, considering that dracula was set in england this should be <laughs> pretty hilarious <laughs> great great and i think speaking of you know these references the movie is full of references i saw this video uh, vanity vanity fair video mm-hmm. and it's full of uh, you know you can't even remember that there are so many references in the film from music to pieces the how the characters walk how the shots are taken how you know certain dialogues are repeated and all so so rich something i think something that i've noticed in edgar wright movie uh, no matter how many times you watch it you always discover something mm-hmm. new and it it always takes you by surprise uh, pleasantly so in, you know i'm always ple- pleasantly surprised with all the nuances which edgar wright puts in his movies uh, did you guys notice there was a literal chekhov's gun yeah. in this movie yeah yeah it appears in scene 1 yeah. <laughs> some references are quite you know over over the you know top like in your face some dialogues are there and you know like you said chekhov's gun it it's there on the wall it's literally <laughs> the exact definition of chekhov's gun it's hanging on the wall in the first scene and it goes off much later right <laughs> that part was like quite i don't know one of the more satisfying sequences in the movie comes around that time for me you know the I the felt. most you know these uh like stand out scenes come out when in zombie films when you know your characters come out and walk with zombies somehow <laughs> you know dodging uh, zombies and zombies don't know that they are there are living people walking between them they are so you know nerve wracking i mean i love those sort of scenes and they do a pretty good one of those yeah. here 
what do you think unali which is your like favorite like it is very difficult to you know pick one one moment but still i i love the fact that uh, it's going to sound very silly but in the in the starting of the movie um uh, so edgar right uh so, oh, i'm always confused between edgar right and sean like sean is working um in a electronic store as you know one of the so uh, uh, sales people so he has a red color pen which leaks in his in his pocket and uh, there's a red blotch on his uh, you know under his pocket and that was really funny and it was so relevant because everyone was looking at his shirt and saying you have red on you and that was before all the zombies come in and when the zombies come in obviously he was covered in red so that blotch got you know uh, what do you call it mingled with everything else but uh, exacerbated yeah. <laughs> let's use the movie's word <laughs> but, uh, that was really clever i think it was really clever hmm, i think we should also talk about his friend sean's friend uh, he was quite interesting yeah oh. he you know he speaks in so many different ways in the film because yeah. of the, all the references these you know script writers put in sometimes he speaks a dialogue from this movie and that movie you know so I, it was a wonderful character i've never seen such a character in another films i think like the whole movie uh, <laughs> the the plot of the movie is driven by the chemistry between yeah exactly exactly right mm-hmm. and they have a wonderful chemistry they like i mean anybody else not sean anybody else would have like dumped yeah. him a long time right. ago but these guys you know they still continue to yeah be together you know, and be yeah playing, playing video games <laughs> playing video games <laughs> yeah. and and no matter how bad like and he improves with time i mean at first you think okay this guy is like a completely useless yeah 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 exactly later on he still is a useless moron but you know slightly less so yeah and so you know this yeah, i think it's it's good that they all reta- uh, remain true with their not need with their nature it wasn't like uh, they had a sudden ep- epiphany because of the apocalypse and then they you know decided to be better all of a sudden this stayed true but then it was till the end and that was uh, something which is not really seen it wasn't a very uh, uh, holier than thou sanctimon sort of a movie which tells you to be something but it was fun it, it's a really good watch uh, to have a good time yeah wonderful uh, so correct me if i'm wrong but uh, do nick uh, do nick frost and simon peg uh, do they appear in all yes. of the three movies the cornetto yes. trilogy and they have very and it's always a two of them all three of them uh, that's yeah so i'll definitely be watching oh, hot fuzz hot fuzz hot fuzz was what next the second one yeah, the second one i haven't seen it and the second movie oh, in this you, trilogy it's i can watch yeah, it yeah i haven't either can you t- can you tell us all the three titles like besides the um, first one is short of the dead hot fuzz the world's end you can miss the world's end it's not that great okay but the world's uh, end, and right. world's end was released in 2014 so i think they just made that movie to make it a trilogy Uh, they wanted to make it into a trilogy it was a joke between Simon Pegg and Edgar Wright so oh. the reason it the, oh my god did you just did you just disown an Edgar Wright movie yeah do my ears deceive me no but i think he's he's brilliant and even his bad movies are good watch baby driver for instance it wasn't that great uh, compared to everything else but it's still amazing uh, also uh, so just for our listeners to give a background um The, the three flavors cornetto trilogy is obviously three movies directed by edgar wright in which every movie has a new cornetto flavor and it was it started as a joke because when they made 
Shaun of the Dead. Uh, they have a scene where, uh, like I said, Simon Pegg goes and buys uh, Cornetto from a store. And uh, after the release of the movie, Waltz, the manufacturer of Cornetto, they gave them a huge bunch of free ice cream. And they were very fascinated by it. So they thought it was a good joke and they wanted to include Cornetto in every movie so that they get more free ice cream. That was how it was born. Did they, did they get the free ice cream? I don't know about that. I hope, I hope they did, did because yeah, you know, they deserve yeah, it. Totally. Uh, and, you know, speaking of Edgar Wright films, uh, what do you think about his style? Because I think his films are, you know, mostly about characters who are very eccentric. Even if they are losers or they are winners, they are, you know, robbers or anything. They have very distinct style. Yeah, like, Sean is a very peculiar character, right? Because there are many people like him in this world, but they're not as, you know, <laughs> peculiar as him because he has refined taste in music. He has refined taste in, you know, whatever he does and all. But he's still a loser in the eyes of the world. So... It's like the world coming on to the characters, it's, uh, you know. So it's that, that sort of the character anthem, I guess. I don't know. What do you think? I think, uh, I, I disagree with you on that front. I think he takes the most inane characters and he makes a brilliant movie. So even in Shaun of the Dead, I think that uh, Shaun was a very, very normal character who's just lost his way in his life. Right. But whatever happened to him was completely uh, out of this world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But did you also notice uh, one interesting aspect of his direction was that uh, how he denotes uh, Sean's character yes. development. So there is a scene in the movie where uh, he's going to, it's just near the beginning, where he's going to visit yeah. his girlfriend. And when his uh, when his girlfriend's roommates refuse to let him in, he's like, I'm coming <laughs> up through the window. He tries a couple of times. And then he's like, okay, can you let me in again? <laughs> the second time this happens... He actually makes it through the window. Yeah, you know, it's yeah, it shows yeah, yeah. that Sean has grown, and it's it happens in a very short time, so that shows you how difficult the situation is. Uh, another interesting thing is you never see Sean do anything brilliant, out of the world, or anything else. He does what is available yeah. to him, and sometimes what he does is driven by Ooh, desperation. Right. Even you know the, his hits, you know when he's hitting zombies with his bat. They, they are not very strong hits. He's very weak and meek hits. Sometimes he's not even hitting their heads. He's just... And I think that's deliberate on Edgar Wright's part. He wants to show us that he's not even strong physically. He's not a hero. Yeah. He, 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 he's, he is yeah. not a hero. He's just a normal guy uh, to whom... No, not just hero. Things are happening. You, you expect, you know, the characters to hit the heads of the zombies in a zombie film. He, he's not even doing that. <laughs> he's just, he just wants to go away. Yeah, because that, I, mean, I think we won't be able to relate with Sean if it wasn't happening that way. We would have probably his position in our heads would have exalted to a certain level where he could have achieved anything in his life. And after the end of the movie, we would have seen him as probably a CEO running a company of himself. But no, that was not true. That was not Sean in his core. And he has stayed to his character, true to his character towards till, till the end. Mm-hmm. And, and I love that about him. But he's also grown. He's also become a better human Faced being. Faced with adversity. But not yeah. too much of a... Yeah. Like, you know, yeah, not very stark. Amazingly yeah, epic. Not very stark difference, yeah. Yeah, but he he's has He's not like Leon, Leon means that I, I have certain set of skills. No, he doesn't have those He had those skills. <laughs> <laughs> he already had those skills. <laughs> he survived the zombie apocalypse. So, I mean. Okay, now coming back to the style and substance and, you know, the, the, the filmmaking aspect. 
so uh, the word uh, i found a very interesting word used to describe edgar, uh, edgar rights filmmaking and it's kinetic kinetic nice mm-hmm. okay uh, why they say that is because his camera work can sometimes be jarring but it's always energetic it's always moving the camera is never still it's not a single uh, very few frames where like the camera is in a fixed place it's always tracking it's a tracking shot or it's uh, zooming in on somebody is one of those crash zooms as you mentioned mm-hmm. earlier so the cuts the wipes uh, the montages that like you know the ones that happen in 3 seconds okay we do this we yeah. do this we do that <laughs> with the hilarious voiceovers that's the defining aspect yeah, of his yeah, style yeah. and i really love that i think uh, i won't say i've never found his camera work jarring i find it really uh, interesting to uh, when he makes something very inane so uh, you know add something to it so for example in the in the montage where uh, sean has to go and rescue uh, the people he loves and the way they uh, sean and ed play out the montage in his head it shows a lot it shows how much he cares about people what are the adversities and what he is willing to sacrifice in in a very hilarious way i don't uh, i find it uh, that edgar wright does uh, communicates a very long drawn aspect of something in a very short concise and uh, hilarious way uh, yeah the plan everything. the plan mm-hmm. for instance right very stylistic film filmmaker yes yeah. yeah very stylistic even you know a choice of a simple uh, shot where the character is looking at another that's also you know detailed and very detailed goes back to some other film that he likes or and all very you know meticulous filmmaker i guess like harry said check off gun he's not wasting anything in the entire movie nothing, nothing. Yeah. not quite to bong joon ho's level of economy but <laughs> yeah <laughs> better than that he's not subtle that way i guess but that's his style on your face you're going to take it or leave it sort of yeah every single character who's named or who is shown in camera eventually you know nobody is there in a throwaway one scene everybody right, comes right, back right. i think all of our listeners if they actually plan to watch this movie uh the nuances just play just pay a little attention to the nuances you will be amazed at how brilliantly he has and it's not easy for a director to do that kind of observation and to keep everything in his mind and execute it so flawlessly it's not going to be easy he's done it really nice but you know i have this issue with the filmmakers like uh, edgar wright who put mm-hmm. a lot of reference uh, a lot of things to think about in a film and uh, i i don't you know i sort of miss out, miss out on these things if i'm mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. into the film and if i am you know looking consciously for these things i am not going to be laughing at the jokes so for me it becomes really difficult watch i'm i'm all up for difficult watches but you know the films it it challenges you in in that way uh, for for uh, people who have this problem i would all, always recommend just don't think whatever comes to you when whatever hits you uh, just enjoy it and whatever is missed it's it's okay his movies are best watched repeatedly uh, i'm pretty sure that uh... i missed most of the references that were in the movie because you know that's just not uh, culturally that's not yeah, part that's of not uh, my yeah. upbringing or uh, it's not part of my background i wouldn't know what they were right. talking about all the music that they were using uh, shawn is a huge music geek and like all the songs that play i i recognize the one by freddie yeah. mercury is like somebody please turn off the queen <laughs> please kill the queen <laughs> Said, <laughs> yes. and did you also notice that when the movie starts and that universal logo rolls in 
there's the soundtrack plays which goes back to you know dawn of the dead yeah oh okay was that the soundtrack yeah, from dawn of the dead dawn of the dead original soundtrack yeah wow yeah i haven't seen the movie so so coming to the technical aspects was there much technical in the movie yeah very technical all the shots look at look at all his pan panning shots and you uh-huh. know super zooms and all I like those. the fact that he does not uh, stick to like only close ups or only wide angle shots or only like zoom uh, yeah it's very shots. wild yeah he uses all everything that is at his disposal everything, um, yeah. and makes a perfect uh, output i think the camera work is made to like you know it increases the yes. pace of the movie right, more right, than right. it actually Editing. it's used for dramatic effect in a lot of places there's a lot of cuts a lot of wipes yep. lot of and then like you know kind of like uh, the cuts that you see in star wars sometimes in <laughs> yeah the, in the older films yeah, yeah, yeah the 1970 yeah. 1983 star wars Whites, yeah. all of those yeah. movies he has improved uh, on that subsequently if you watch all of his movies so uh, the way he uses cuts in his movie uh, in his scenes to for uh, repetition and for humor that has improved a lot it's it's not as visible as, uh, in shawn of the dead but uh, Yeah, he uses it brilliantly. Yeah. Wow, that's brilliant because I love the repetition. That was like one of my favorite parts. Oh, you I, must I, watch like, Hot Fuzz. I could watch that clip on YouTube for fun. <laughs> I mean, watch Hot Fuzz. You <laughs> would love it. Plan. <laughs> Something <laughs> should happen. Yeah, yeah. Also, you know, it's a very interesting choice for a first-time filmmaker to make a film like yes. that. Yes. Yeah. You know, yeah. like if you look at Tarantino's first film, it was you know a gangster film, right? A heist film, bank heist, but. predominantly gangster film because it it doesn't show the bank heist but in this film it's like it's enlisted as you know zom rom com it's not even <laughs> zom zom com it's like zom rom com like you you have you know such a interesting idea for a first time filmmaker like how do you get produced such a film man he has form in that respect he and simon pegg have worked together previously so Previous they had uh, worked uh, together on a Yeah, on a TV series called Spaced. Okay, I didn't know that. So they were both familiar with this kind of work, and I think when it when the time came for him to make the step up to the big screen, uh, I don't know. This seems like a very natural choice for the kind of filmmaker that he yeah, is. Yeah, totally. But you know, uh, kudos to those kind of producers who give you know chance to such filmmakers because it's very very difficult to make money out of such films. Like obviously they do well after that, but. initially when you see the idea on a script it's really hard to understand you know the, all those references working all those dialogues working also i wanted to know uh, this from you guys when you watch this movie you can tell that the whole tone the substance it is definitely not hollywood this is british it yes, is yeah, very distinct totally the whole feel the look everything uh, can you tell me why that is like what makes it different you can tell i mean i know i have a feeling but i can't pin it down can you guys do that i think because uh, the the way i can contrast hollywood and uh, american and british comedy is the british is more uh, subtle it's more dry and more sarcasm well as uh, hollywood or, or american would be more towards uh, wit or slapstick or something like that i prefer british humor plus their accent adds a lot of I don't know charm to the whole thing. What do you think, Shubham? I don't have a ready answer for it, but yeah, I definitely get your point. Sometimes when I, you know, watch a long American TV series and switch over to a British TV series, there is a definite difference between the two. You like depending on your choice, you won't like one of them. Like 
for me a british drama is pretty difficult to swallow sometimes but this one is pretty different from other zombie films because zombie films have a long history in america they have made amazing films on other characters as well like werewolves where you know another supernatural that corpse is like yeah so it's a i think it's a very new concept for british films to explore and that's why he had no you know pressure to perform against certain you know standard film so i think that's the case and it was a very low budget movie also i think so such a low budget movie you can tell the effects were like you know i thought they went for yeah. that on purpose because you know just to make it look right, a little right. over the top just compare it with you know the the brad pitt film but what was the name of it the zombie world war z and look at the you know difference between the cgi like that's the american money there <laughs> you don't have to go to brad pitt just watch zombie land yeah zombie land i like zombie land because I, of I the, like it too. Yeah. it's just that it's more uh, i am sure that it had a higher budget than uh, yeah budget. totally yes totally yes like i think they left it somewhat unpolished for the feel of that right. like you know i don't know what the intent was but whatever it was it worked <laughs> i i'm sure but it also kind of i think it fits because sean as a person is also really yeah. unpolished you're right and so are all of these yeah, other he can't become a macho hero suddenly just after seeing zombies right exactly and the one thing that i really can appreciate is that you know the somewhat lame heroes cannot don't, don't just find one of those macho hero types to save the day for <laughs> yeah. as, as happens in quite a few other yeah, movies right. so yeah on that note let's also remember that today is edgar rice yeah. day <laughs> wonderful April. synchronicity kunal you want to write that down <laughs> i just want to know when his next movie is coming out <laughs> I actually know just Hopefully to soon. think about it I like British movies a lot more than American Yeah I mean Guy Ritchie I love Guy Ritchie oh my god I watched mm-hmm. But he's not making good films nowadays he, he made Aladdin I guess Ah he went the gentleman Yeah but still it's not that Guy Ritchie no, 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 it's, it's really type of film No it's really but good Earlier Guy Ritchie films were yeah something else I, I love the gentleman I really did I just hoping to more British movies in the future All right guys so um final comments uh Kunali what do you think must watch definitely watch all that good right okay that's short and sweet <laughs> shubham what about you yeah i agree with her all edgar right movies should be you know watched and uh, it's a it's a good film it's a very different film it will challenge you because if you are you know uh, if you're a regular zombie you know viewer zombie movies viewer then you'll find it a little difficult because the humor is not for everyone this sort of humor is not for everyone and that i agree like i believe so yeah i think it's 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 not a must watch for me but yeah it's a good watch i think it's a must watch it was hilarious it was funny it was not even all about the zombies the zombies were an incident that just happened to be happening at the same time the humor was so brilliant the camera work i loved it the direction the characters chemistry all of that adds up to a brilliant movie all right so we come to the end of our podcast uh, and we usually end a podcast with recommendations of movies or series uh, from all three of us mm-hmm. so uh, why don't you go hari what do you recommend to our listeners well uh, you know in times like this when you have to stay at home i find myself turning back to some really old classics The one I'm going to recommend right now is 30 Rock. <laughs> oh yeah, all seven pay. seasons. 30 Rock. 
Tina Fey. Nice. <laughs> Watch that. It is brilliant. Shubham, what about you? Mm, I watched this uh, wonderful Shashi Kapoor film. It's a Hindi film. It's called uh, In Custody. Okay. Yeah. So it's it it's made by Smile Merchant. If you have heard of I Merchant Ivory films. Yeah. So yeah. So yep, it's yep. about uh, Urdu poet teaching Hindi in a university, going to interview an aging bard. So Om Puri is basically the the teacher here who goes to interview Shashi Kapoor. who's an aging urdu giant poet so yeah it's a wonderful film how you know they interact all the conversations wonderful film in custody yeah it's on youtube in custody and it's uh, the urdu okay. t- title is uh, muhafiz muhafiz okay um going with the theme i think i can't get edgar right out of my head right now so i would recommend uh, baby driver uh, scott pilgrim versus the world and hot fuzz Scott nice. Pilgrim is is amazing. It's such a different kind of a movie, never been made before, not been made since. Definitely, just a definite watch. All right then. All right, you guys, take care. Stay safe, stay home, listen to our podcast. Stay sane. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. Good night. This podcast is brought to you by Cinema Dilemma. Visit cinemadilemma.com for reviews of your favorite movies and TV shows. The music in this podcast is from purpleplanet.com. To stay right up to date, don't forget to subscribe to Cinema Dilemma on your favorite podcast platform.